Hi, everybody. Sacred Rebels. Claire with Clairvoyant Psychic. Clairvoyant Psychic Medium here today with Erica Lane. Guys, Mercury is in its shadow phase. <laughs> that is, uh, get used to these kind of, I can't talk. Yeah. I just noticed it's raining. Anyways. Hi, everybody. Last week was a lot. Um, I definitely felt the need to let things go. So I think that we titled last week's thing perfect because that is like we, just, we have to let it go. It doesn't matter. Like, move on. This isn't a big deal. <sighs> that was the main thing that I really took from, I think. Was there anything else? I mean, no, I feel like that does pretty much sum it all up. Yeah, it was crazy. Like, there was a lot of, okay, I'm supposed to do this today. Oh, now I have to go do this. Or, oh, th this happened now instead of that. Like, just let go of the frustration. Just accept and adapt. It was a lot of that stuff. So, moving into this week go for it okay so um i was just looking i'm sorry i was just looking at the at the week last week one thing that just kind of jumped out at me too was that there was a lot of stuff going on with chiron you know those aspects at the end of like throughout the weekend so i don't know i don't even remember my weekend oh wait It hasn't happened yet. Last weekend. This weekend. Wait. Oh, you're right. Oh, my God. That tripped me up. Okay, I got to delete all of this. Like, whoa. <laughs> I was like, I am not in real life right now. There. I did that so you'll know that that's when you have to delete. Okay. <laughs> that's so crazy. Like, I felt like I just, like, hopped time dimension right there. It was like, where am I? Like, what? Okay, so we can, we can't talk about last week when we do it on. But Friday. we can, yeah, we can. We can just talk about the let it go part. That's fine. Okay. Okay. So moving into this week. Monday. So Monday, um, August fourteenth. We are in the Leo moon at this point, and so the new moon is going to take place in Leo. You know, so we are jumping into that ironically though the moon not till wednesday i know isn't that isn't that cool like so we're gonna enter the, yeah we're gonna enter enter the leo moon on monday it'll still be in leo on tuesday but it won't make that conjunction to the sun until wednesday okay. early morning though like 4 a.m which we'll okay. talk about. oh okay so um What's going on on Monday is that Venus is making a trine to Chiron. And so we kind of talked about this at the end of the last podcast that like Venus is in retrograde. So again, this is like that introspection and everything. And then making a trine to Chiron, which is also in retrograde. It's like a, an ease of, 
an ease of inward reflection around this. And then we tie this into the themes of Chiron and Venus, which is Venus and Leo is the value of self-expression, the value of authenticity, the value of your inner child. And Chiron is the pain of your identity, the pain of your authenticity, the wow. pain of motivation and drive and courage and like that warrior spirit, you know? So we are kind of syncing those two things up and I feel you'll be healing, you know? Yeah. Whatever that means for you. Yeah. I mean, this is so much Leo energy. And as if you are like us, as Aquarius energy people, we are fucking facing some shadows right now. It's also even, that fire element. Even though we don't have Chiron retrograde or whatever, that's not really like full on hitting us because our Chiron is retrograde in our charts, right? Yours is too, right? Yeah. Yes. But it's because it's Leo season and we're just dealing. I'm ready for it to be over with. And I think that Venus retrograde is still hitting us. So like I'm I'm over it. <laughs> I think Claire, by the time that we get to the new moon though, like I'm gonna be able to make you and hopefully the audience feel better. At least it made me feel better, like I said. Well, that's not your job, but yes. Okay. <laughs> You're right. Okay. So we're gonna be healing and stuff on on Monday. We're probably gonna be a little I mean, the moon is going to be in Leo. Leo is retrograde. Do we have, is Mars in Leo? No, Mars is in Virgo, but we're also okay. in the dark moon phase, you know? So I always think of the dark moon phase as that last push to release mm -hmm. before and we it's, get back into the newness again. Yeah. I always, I've, I've said this for a long time, but the dark moon, yes, the full moon brings out the crazy. Let's, let's say that. But the dark moon br brings out the feelings. Mm. it is like a purging effect so i know like mm -hmm. we said last week let it go you know this week is like again at the beginning of the week it's like that final purging yeah. moment we're dry heaving <laughs> literally that's a good way of putting it um and it's also gonna be conjunct black moon lilith which will Fuck. also so that adds even more of that shadow aspect purging effect you know like Fears. wounds triggers traumas okay um okay so also i put here too with oh this i just noticed today's oh sorry sorry no you're okay I also noticed here too, so Venus is in um, that gate four, which is what we're going to talk about with the new moon. And then Uranus is where it's also going to be. Okay, we'll talk about that there. But anyway, so we're kind of getting this. <laughs> where is... We're kind of getting this like understanding of the differences and trying to create understanding despite like the doubt that comes from all the differences that's on the human design part of this okay and i think that that's a good way of also describing venus in leo it is the value in differences you know so like we're value. all different 
and that mm -hmm. unique difference is what makes us like if you even think of the ex the attraction of expression in leo you know like that's why it's a very expressive sign like the attraction of that is because it's different like if you were just like everyone else you would just melt in with the crowd you know so yeah i think that's a good that brought up what I kind of meditated over yesterday. Can I read a little bit of those things? Because yeah. it yeah. feels like that. Um, so lately when I've been meditating, and this happens a lot for me when it's like retrograde and Virgo energy. It's like I literally cannot function unless there's a retrograde happening or Virgo is in the air. But anyways... Um, I kind of wrote down like, I don't know. It's almost like a, a IME kind of statements, but whatever. Um, ugh, I'm just going to read it. You are so supported and loved. You have a unique and powerful gift that deserves to be praised, cherished, and love, loved with abundance in all areas of my life. Um, I deserve to be wealthy and love and abundance um, I do not feel guilty for others feeling jealous of how I have transformed. My magic is used for good and love, and I deserve to be confident in my spiritual be beliefs and gifts. The universe has my back and I do not fail. I learn. I am allowed to live in my full witchy power and cultivate success from this. I am a witch and I am powerful. I trust and honor my intuition. I speak my intuition with confidence and ease. I attract those who accept me for who I really am. And it is safe to be me. Mm. Damn. Really, yeah. So like stepping into your power, understanding your authenticity and fucking understanding the power that you have with it. And like, walking that walk talking that talk like yeah okay so yesterday i had to deal with this stupid shed guy guys this shed fucking patricia it is crazy we had water damage happen had the shed guy come out and like caulk it and the caulk didn't dry and we found out the fucking windows were upside down it's just seriously one thing after another so he came out and turned the windows upside or the right side up and just me talking to him, I like went over those statements and really embodied them and was able to fully be like, you're fixing this. This is your problem. Whereas normally I would be like, okay, you know, so this is transforming me. Yeah. That's what my whole thing was about. With your therapy. Yeah. yeah. You know, it's like. And then now that I'm experimenting with that, like you, if you're, in, if you're present and aware in the moment, I'm, I just came up with this today. Like, in like you feel that constriction or that contraction, I'm feeling like, Hmm, that's my signal that this is a moment where I need to take up space. Ooh. Okay. So what she's just talking about, um, and hopefully we will make a little, like Erica, you need to make a little thing about it because when we were talking yesterday, we recorded some stuff and, um, there was one point where I was telling the story of me going to sweet 98 and they were talking about, um, the nicknames that you hate. 
And I had the realization in that time that I cannot have another male, no matter who it is, no matter anyone. Okay. Gay guys, I guess don't count gay guys that I know they don't count. Um, cannot tell cannot call me a nickname. It like, I want to like crawl inside of myself. And that's the restriction that you're talking about. Like that, that feel. And, and you that's know crazy. when we need to be taking up space. To be like, Don't <laughs> fucking call me honey. I'm not your fucking honor. I just realized too, when you said that, that I didn't realize when you said it to me yesterday, when you made the difference between gay guys, I'm like, okay, so yeah, because they have more feminine energy than your typical oh, yeah. masculine male. And then I'm like, okay, so it's the masculine yeah. calling you nicknames and then I'm like oh because it's been brain or we've been like program conditioned that it's a what is the word I'm looking for it's like misogynistic a, um they talk down to you there you go thank you that's exactly what I was looking for like yeah. a nickname is like signal for they are about to talk down to you mm -hmm. damn yeah and it was so weird to me that the whole time on on the drive that I was listening to all these callers and I even talked to them when I got there nobody else said that nobody else said if a man calls me a nickname <laughs> and so I'm like what am I fucked up like that's why I had a whole therapy session today like what the fuck is wrong with me you know <laughs> it's gonna be crazy as we keep going through this week too but I think that that's all about the levels of awareness. I think you and I wow. have just been so much more aware of what we're doing and other people are doing the same shit. They're just not aware that they're doing it. Yeah. Cause they're just like, Oh, one time I was at the golden corral and the waitress called me sweetie. And I was so mad. It's like, who cares I care about that? Yeah. <laughs> no, I don't. <laughs> but it is, it is, it's like, you know, the more aware you become, the more complicated yeah, life is, an, it, it, it's a double-edged sword for sure. Yep. Anyways, Monday, anything else? <laughs> um, okay, so also the sun is square to Uranus. And the new moon is also going to be square to Uranus, you know? So like, mm, like we are going to talk, we are going to talk a lot about this when we get to the new moon. But I guess what I want to say is you're going to start feeling on Monday just like, this unpredictable, this unpredictable energy that also is like, have you ever noticed that in a society, the more safe and secure a society feels, the less likely they are to revolt. But the more complicated, chaotic, confusing, unpredictable, earth shaking kind of shit going on, the more that that happens, the more that people don't feel a sense of purpose within that, a sense of security and direction within that, the more likely that they're going to revolt. That's upheaval is going to happen, that the tower card is going to happen, you know? Mm -hmm. So we, I guess what I just want to say is that we might start feeling that kind of energy on Monday. And this can, for you in your own personal life, this can just be like your self-expression within that, how safe it feels to just be you, to just exist, to just shine your light on things, you know? How do you maintain that same level of authenticity in that unpredictable mess of your environment, you know? Or just in the, in existing in general, like life 
reality, whatever you want to call it, the matrix, it's, it's confusing. It's unpredictable. Yeah. It's a mess, you know? There's always change. There's always, there's always a ton of stuff. So your authenticity, how do we not, I want to use the word bend for some reason. How do we not bend from that? It's almost like you have to get up in the morning. I'm seeing a vision of that little girl where it's like to the mirror, you are beautiful. You are smart. You know, like we have to like have those talks with ourselves every morning and be like, I fucking know this and I believe it. You know, that's total Leo energy. And that's the mountain too. That's you staying grounded in your reality. You know, like you are like, I am here for a fucking reason. In, you know like even if that reason doesn't make sense to me like I know that I am a unique soul that has yeah. you know this this all has meaning like I can rest assured that it has meaning even if it feels crazy so what what just popped into my head when you said that is that I have a lot of people hang on let me I don't remember where this came from oh uh, one of our sessions um there's a lot of people clients whatever in my life that Uh Oh, I might've just messed this up that. Can you say something really quick? Hello. Okay. We're okay. Um, I have a lot of people and clients and everybody in my life that I feel like they just kind of like go places and they don't think about it. They, they just like, Oh, this person invited me. I'm going to go where I honestly have never done that. Even as a little kid, I remember being like, I don't want to go to the cabin. My parents had a little cabin. It's nothing special. It was a fucking trailer. But like, I want to, I don't want to go to the cabin. Like, I know what I want. I know what I, what my energy should be spent on. So I find I have a hard time when other people don't do that. Or they're just like, I'm going to go to this person's house and I don't know who's going to be over there. I don't know what's going to happen. I can't do that. And I know that it has a lot to do with my trauma and I understand and I figured out a lot today with like, I definitely also don't your trust definition men. too. You know who oh. you are. So you're looking for environments that complement who you are. I think a lot of people just don't have that same level of self understanding, you know? She's talking about human design. I have uh, my... The top one, the third eye, and my throat, and my heart, mm-hmm. all Your identity center. Yeah, yeah, everything is connected and defined, meaning filled in for human design, and yeah, most people don't have that, so people use other people to float around in life. I think, mm-hmm. and. You end up getting caught up in dumb shit and dumb messes and stupid drama and bad situations. And I mean, think about how many people are in fucking prison right now because you are with the wrong person, you know? So really take this time. time. Yeah. But also a lot of that comes from, you know, being unaware of your own intuition. Like a lot of people try to think their way through life and that's what gets them in trouble instead of trying to feel their way through life, you know? You have to do a bit of a dance. Yeah, you have to, and you have to trust the vibes and you've got to, 
all the things that really is hard to get the, I hate that word, majority, majority, majority. Majority. Yeah. yeah. Like a majority of people do not do that. So yeah. for you to, and for you to try to explain that that's why you live your life that way, don't try, you know, like, <laughs> like, like they, like, you, and that goes back to just people are unaware and they're not ready for you to communicate with the, about these things too, you know? Yeah. It's a wake up call for both sides, the lower vibing people to step up and the higher vibing people to don't step down. We don't need to. There's no reason. Dude. Okay. The lower vibe people, they need to expand. They need to open their minds to the possibility of the, of these other things. Right. And then the open-minded higher vibe people, they need to take up space when they're feeling contracted. Boom. Song just came into my mind. Hang on. I got to look it up real quick. Tom Petty, is that a mom? <laughs> yeah, probably. Okay, so I won't back down. Well, I won't back down. No, I won't back down. You can stand me up at the gates of hell, but I won't back down. So even like the worst of the worst as the high vibe of us, we can face hell and we're not going to back down. Oh, thanks mom. That's how you change the world right there. Oh my God. It won't be turned around and I'll keep this world from dragging me down. Got to stand my ground and I won't back down. Hey baby. There ain't no easy way. Okay. I'm done. (laughs) Okay. Keep going. Um, I also think that with the when does Mercury go retrograde? Isn't that on Monday? No, it's not retrograde this whole coming week. Oh, it's the 24th, not the 14th. I think it's the 24th. Okay, yeah. I wish I could just remember dates in my head. That would be so I don't know why I do. It's weird. That's the only thing that sucks about being an astrologer (laughs) because I can't answer those questions on a whim. I fucking, for some reason, remember dates. So that's why we're a good team. I know. Okay. So I think that that's pretty much it for Monday. Oh, I wanted to also just say that the Leo moon um, is going to move from a place of like, from when it first enters Leo into a place of you kind of stepping into this role of like leading yourself, you know, like a, like more of like a, I'm taking the initiative here, you know? Um, But then towards the end of the day, you might feel like you need to maybe, especially with Venus in retrograde, it's like a balance too of like, you know, we talk, have we been talking about this experimentation? So, you know, like getting out there, experimenting, taking the lead, taking the initiative, whatever. And then like, you kind of see the results of that. And then you retreat and you go like, Ooh, what does this all mean? Let me process oh. this. Let me feel this out. Let me integrate it. Let me, you know what I'm saying? Like you do all those things. So um, just maybe be aware of that ebb and flow into that on Monday as well. Okay. So yeah. So, okay. Tuesday, 
August 15th. So now we are really in the dark moon energy of Leo. It's getting closer to, um, the moon is getting closer to the sun and Uranus is still making a trend to Mars and still squaring the sun and black moon Lilith, you know, is all up in the party now between the, the moon and the sun. And so we're just kind of like intensifying everything that we said about yesterday and also Venus is still trying to Chiron as well. So we've got like the good part of the energy is like Chiron, Mars, and Venus. And then the hard part of the energy is Uranus. Wait, yeah, Uranus and the sun and black moon Lilith. unpredictable fears unpredictable healing unpredictable triggers yeah that makes sense everything is healing it's like we're, we're really i said this in my therapy session today when i was done with my emdr and you know at the end she always has us <clears throat> excuse me, do a set where we like call all of our like pieces and thank them for showing up and leave what we don't need anymore, whatever. Um, fuck, it just fell out of my head. What was I just talking about? What was, where were we right, right before that? So the unpredictability of like, yeah, that's what we were, I guess that's where we were at right before it. The, un the unpredictableness of like your honest energy Oh, um, I said that it, we're cleaning. We're really cleaning. So I said in that moment that, because uh, this is what I do. I, I think I've told her this, but I, I don't know. Um, whenever we do that set for EMDR, I always, because she says like, leave what you don't want with me. She says that. Yeah. And so in my head, I don't want to leave it with her because <laughs> I feel bad about that. So I make believe a coffin in my head that she's standing next to. And I put it all in there and she nails it shut and she keeps the coffin. So I'm not just like giving it to her in her hands. I'm putting it in a thing like I'm a fucking weirdo. But <clears throat> anyways, um, so I was putting all this stuff in the coffin and I realized that I am fully shedding like so much right now like I am now I can go through my life and this is a lot of what this Leo energy is living my authentic self being able to not be afraid and I'm shedding that it's no longer needed anymore it's not I mean yeah it did protect me when I was a kid yep needed but 38 year old Claire don't need this shit anymore so that's what I was going to say. It's like, we are, cause there's so much retrograde. There's so like dark moon. There's so much going on. We are like shedding fully. I really, when you were saying all that, it made me think also of the attachments to things. You can't oh, yeah. do that shedding process mm -hmm. if you're staying. So it also reminded me of how you and I talked about how we both embrace uncomfortableness, you know? So that yeah. like raw skin feel of that shedding, we like, it's, it's very not normal to say it's for us. Feel gross to us, but it's like, we're, we're not, it's not, 
it's it feels not very comfortable to make for us, us not to do it you know right. what i'm saying yeah yeah like we are fully willing to face that yeah if it if it means that you know we're reaching the next level of our growth yep if it means growing yep yep because i feel like you and i both have that as like a very core value of ours that growing is like Living. growing is our is one of our core values there we go if you're not growing you're dying literally mm-hmm. <laughs> and why we didn't come here just to die i don't know that's so i think about like if i'm still alive then i'm not ready to die yet so th- you know make the most of that i just had a whole fucking weird ass thought because there's so many people in the world that literally don't think that way they and they just die. yeah like they think like to them life is like a work day like oh i'm just waiting until five o'clock comes around so i can get out of here i could punch in and lay down in the six feet under can't wait for that eternal blackness that might happen (laughs) i mean i'm not gonna lie i'm not afraid to die and i'm kind of excited because i know that we this sucks here you know but I just don't understand. I just, I can't wrap my head around that because there's so much. Yeah. There's so much here. Well, first of all, it's interesting because we have a, we have a spiritual outlook that we don't feel like when we die, it's eternal blackness. But the funny part is, is that the people that are living to die, most of them are that way. They're like atheistic and think that that's the end. Like, like, I don't, I, I can't conceive of why that would excite anyone. I think that's very demotivating. <laughs> yeah. That's very constricting, contracting, you know? Yeah, I wouldn't feel good about, like, getting up and going to work if I just was like, oh, I'm going to die, you know? Like, yeah. I, that's all I know is I'm going to die one day. I couldn't get up and be like, yay, life, you know? Yeah, or especially if you were just trying to rush through it, you know, to get to the other side. I think it's like the more I, uh, to me, it's like the more I can actually learn how to slow down and enjoy it, the more mm. meaning it has. Woo! Yeah. Retrogrades, slow down. Okay. Um, I think that's. I feel like I need to apologize for the messiness in my shed real quick. Guys, I, it's bad in here right now, and I, just don't judge me. Okay. <laughs> that's it. Literally everything is fine. It's just the only thing that's kind of confusing is the upside down stool. Yeah. Other than that. I have a like very tall shelf in here that was my childhood shelf. Childhood? Like you've had it since childhood? Yeah. Yeah. Like it has a goofy sticker on it from when I was a kid. And I'm like, there's this part of me now where I'm like, nope, time to get new, getting rid of this fucking shit. I'm getting like, I want this to be clean, new, good energy in here. You know, I don't know. I'm doing, I'm doing that right now. So I'm ripping apart everything (laughs) just in the shed. Virgo energy. Oh God. Yeah. Wait, you're telling me that we're having all this Leo stuff. Whenever the Leo moon hits is when I start to feel that Virgo energy coming in and I start to fucking like go ham on shit. So 
yeah, yay, this weekend is going to be my last resting for a while. <laughs> I think it's also because all that Virgo energy is opposite all of your Pisces energy. So you're getting that sense of tension from it. Mm-hmm. And my Leo to Aquarius. And yeah. Yeah, for sure. Okay. So Wednesday. So Wednesday, August 16th, we are now in the new moon of Leo. So as I said, it, it occurs at exactly 4.38 a.m. Central Time. And this new moon is conjunct Lilith. The new moon squares Uranus. And at the same time, Uranus trines Mars. And... I'll kind of reverse back to that. But later on in the day, as the moon moves away from the new moon, it's also going to form a yod pointing to Neptune with the south node. So like the moon south node points at Neptune. So back to back to the first thing, like back to the basics here. A new moon is manifestation. It is intention setting. It is a new cycle. It is a clean slate. It's a fresh start. And then we add this fresh start in with a lot of this not so fresh start feeling energy, you know, like Lilith there. I can see it giving you fear. But fear that initiates, you know, action. Like the fear, fear is your motivation. Yeah. Okay. And it's in a fixed sign. So this isn't like a cardinal moon. New moon, it's a fixed new moon, you know, so this is like maintaining as well. It's like sustaining and maintaining energy, which to me is also just like all of that inner work that you've done on yourself, like all of the work in authenticity that you've done and knowing yourself, you know? Okay. Um, so what needs to change so you can sustain that, you know? Did that, did that sound confusing or was that no. like, okay. So, um, then the new moon also square Uranus. This is like, Hey, things are always going to be unpredictable. Things are always going to be confusing. You can't control your, you can't control the world. You can't control the collective, you know, like how it's just about how you're going to decide to stand firm in that self-awareness amidst chaos, amidst confusion, all the things. And I think that yacht happening later is just a signal again to like a lot of this authenticity, a lot of this standing firm in this self-awareness also comes from you standing firm that you're here for a reason, that there's something greater than you, that there's a bigger purpose to this all, that there's a greater meaning to everything. Um, now, when we get into the human design side of this, I'm really excited about this <clears throat> because it blew my mind. So this new moon takes place in Gene Key 4. And so I have the Richard Rudd Gene Keys book, but I have it like an audio book. So I just listened to it. And um, while I was doing that this morning, I just kind of like took some notes as I was listening to it to like the kind of epiphanies I was having as it was like going on. And so I think with Lilith here, it made me think, oh, well, there will be some importance to the shadow of this, you know, 
know, since I, I do think of Lilith as exposing yeah. shadows, you know, and the shadow of this particular gene key is intolerance. And when they described intolerance, they just, they described it as like the reaction to emotions and how the brain thinks emotions are truth and how emotions are so unpredictable you know, Uranus energy, emotions are so unpredictable and people are governed by their emotions a lot of the time. And so there's a big difference between being guided by emotions and being guided by like that quiet, clear guidance of yourself, of your self-awareness. Right. And so when you misuse the gift of logic, like we think of of, of logic is like the power to read and solve logical patterns but the universal understanding is like the it's like understanding all the rhythms of all life is logic you know from like a way mm -hmm. out way out perspective yeah. yeah um so when you are overreacting you know and you're being guided on emotions then your logic is distorted so you know like this reminds me a lot of cognitive dissonance you know it's when you come up with all of these logic explanations to your emotional reaction because you're unaware of that emotional reaction you think it's true so then what do you do you start to come up with all these reasons why it's true hmm. you know what i mean it's very interesting that you said just 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 the tolerance thing can i bring this up yeah <clears throat> So those of you that don't know, and I don't fucking care if people know, um, and you can cut this out if you want to, if you care, but we record our podcast now on Friday. So right now it's August 11th. Today is day number one of me not smoking weed. Um, <clears throat> the only time I've ever stopped was when I had a moral problem with it when I was a drug and alcohol counselor. I couldn't just be like, yeah, you shouldn't smoke weed and I'm going home and doing it, you know? So that was the only other time I quit. But right now I have realized that if I have an emotion, I'll smoke weed. If I feel uncomfortable, I'll smoke weed. If I feel stressed, I smoke weed. If I want to be more excited and love something, I smoke weed. So that was one of the main reasons why I wanted to do this tolerance break too. And yes, my tolerance is Ugh, astronomical. Um, I don't think I'm feeling my feelings. You just made me realize you the tolerance, the tolerance that you've built to weed has made you more intolerable of things when you're not high. Oh yeah. I just like that is a wild way of like the paradox of that, you know? Yeah. No, it totally is. Like I know I snapped at Cho last night because <clears throat> I've been trying to like weed myself, wean, wean myself off of it a little bit. And uh, he came in here and he like, I don't know. He, I wanted the, that the like water thing up there and he put something else up there. I was like, I don't want that there. I want. And then I was like, ah, get move. Like I was like, get out. Of here. And, and so like, this is my safe place. This is my shed, you know? And so I know like, this is the place, like don't fucking fuck with my shit in here, you know? So I, 
he ended up saying, sorry, you came at me really hard and I'm not used to that. I don't like that. And I had the realization of the like, oop, I'm going to be real fucking bitchy for a bit (laughs) when I'm like trying to feel my feelings, understand what's going on. But because I was a drug and alcohol counselor for whatever, for a long time, I wrote down a bunch of coping mechanisms. I wrote down a bunch of things that like, okay, I would rather smoke weed right now. So let's go meditate. Let's go take a bath. Let's go, whatever, you know? So I'm figuring out different ways. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. But then, you know, that goes back to also the awareness of it though, because you're aware that you need to do that. Like if you don't have that awareness in the first place, then you have like, that's no security right there. You are just completely riding your waves. You know, you have no sense of self-control. There you go. What do you mean? Like the fact that you are aware that you're aware, like, Oh, right now I'm wanting to smoke weed to deal with this. Like you're aware. So you know, to go use a different coping mechanism. Yeah. I'm just talking about the significance of maybe also this particular gene key when it comes to us just dealing with people that are unaware when we think that they should know what we know kind of thing. No, I definitely know that people don't. That has become, especially since working with you too and doing this podcast even more, I have been realizing I'm a fucking rare bird and <laughs> I can't expect me from other people. I say that line so much to my clients and I don't feel that I do expect me from other people because I know that I'm different. But when it comes to like Cho. My sister, I forget. And I expect them to know. You know why? Because you've opened up a different layer of intimacy with those people. I'm more vulnerable. Mm -hmm. Exactly that. So I, I, uh, I saw here too that like fear. So when we're, when we are living in this reaction to emotions and we're taking, we're using our logic to justify this fear will just be reinforced through logic reasoning. You know, you will come up with logic reasons why you should remain fear, remain in the state of fear. Think about how often this happens. I mean, shit, this is what we work through with our clients all the time. It's when they're saying, I'm so scared of this. And they give us 20 logical reasons why they should be scared of it. And then we take a shit on that. (laughs) 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 We should actually coin that as like a description of our services. (laughs) You think you have so many logical reasons why you should be scared of something. We will show you that we can take a shit on that. Yeah. And I think that like a lot of it does go back. It's so weird because for years I had people telling me, read the book, feel the fear, do it anyways, read the book. So, you know, me being an Aquarius, Aries moon, I definitely do not fucking do what people tell me to do. And I have to do it when my own time, whatever. So 
I took that Ecuador trip as a, I am going to face my fears trip and I'm going to read that book on the way there. And I did. And holy fucking shit, I did. And I recommend that book to so many people. I recommend like that. You need to know that fear, fear is just like this. We're walk. You're walking around with a fucking piece of paper over your eyes, thinking that you can't see anything. When in reality, you could just go, "Oh, it really was nothing. It really wasn't that bad." Yeah. So she would have done that years ago. Mm-hmm. And you could even go, and it'll go away. It's seriously nothing. So the feeling. Mm-hmm. But then again, I have to also recognize again where my rare birdness comes out of that fear is my motivator in my human design. And I like there is something inside of me. I can it, it is. I don't even know how to describe it, where if something like today with my with my therapy session, I'm like, something is bothering me. I think I'm scared of men. What the fuck? Well, I you know, like I I'm like. Pick, 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 pick to figure it out. Whereas mm-hmm. most people, this just came into my head. Like, okay, I used to know somebody that this is a, this is a true story too. I'm not gonna say any names. Hopefully, um, he went to go into the army and ended up. He was in the army, but he was like medically discharged because of his knee or something, and. At this time when I knew him, it was 15 years, I'm not even joking, after he was let go and he was still in that like, I, you know, like I could have been in the army. I can't do anything else. I am a loser. You know, like all that. It's completely held captive. Oh, and then you, what you just said is him coming up with all the logical reasons. Yeah. By this fear that the fear isn't a feeling he's not macy he's trying to cognitively dissonate from the fact that he is making all of his decisions based on an emotion and then making trying to make others and himself be deluded by all these logical reasons by all these justification in the brain feel bad woe for me the victim mentality you know you don't want to be a victim this week, guys. You want to be a fucking warrior. So this is where this shit gets kind of cool, too. They put in this book when they're talking about the shadow and bringing it into the gift frequency that understanding is the gift. OK, so we saw shadow intolerance. Gift is understanding and how understanding only comes when we realize that the mind cannot fully understand anything. So until we have this realization, we either take sides, right? We either take sides without considering the other side, or we go on this endless journey of trying to understand things that we'll just never fucking understand. Because again, we're trying to to think our way through life. Like, I know it's like, this is, this is that paradox, I think that gets me to this place, because that's what it talked about in this book too, is that it's like having the best riddle or paradox the one that has no answer or because you'll see how people will come up with an answer people will come up with an answer you know they'll be like this is what it means no this is what it means i want to i want to say you're saying the word answer and i want to say that it is defenses it's blame 
What are the defenses? Oh my God, we've done this before. Remember? Defenses. We're like, what are the five defenses? Again, I, I fucking did this on a podcast before. Hang on. Is it the I feel like I remember you doing something like this and then you never found it. <laughs> I know. While you do that, I'm gonna hit my vape, so I'll cut this part out too. Oh thank God. I literally found this paper though. Okay, denial, rationalization, isolating, blaming, and minimizing. Mm. So you're saying answers. No, but it's doing because is it's because these are the because feelings don't always have an answer. That's why I'm saying it like that. Okay. Because yeah, feelings don't always have an answer. And when your brain is always trying to apply an answer, it comes out in all those ways you just said. Yes. And then you come up with all this logical reasoning to back that up. Now, what this leads to is collective brainwashing. Okay. Think about that. Like it is that collective brainwash. This is where racism comes from. All the biases that we have. The reason why it's so hard to maintain this authentic expression, because we live in a, we live in a society, like the way things are built is that difference is bad. You know, difference is logically bad. Yeah. You should be scared of this. You should fear this. Yeah. This is weird. This is bad. Get rid of it. You know, mm -hmm. like this should trigger you like that kind of thing. And here's all the logical reasons why it should, you know, I need to like say something right now. It is very ooh, right now. Yeah. If you are living your life and you are not making someone uncomfortable, you're doing something wrong. That hit my heart, man. I know it felt it in mind too, because it's the truth. If you are living in this life, I'm thinking of like prig. My, my tiny little village that I live in. All of these fucking people here, they just try to stay in the status quo. I'm a little Catholic. I love Jesus. I drink a lot and I, I ask for my sins forgiven. Everything's okay, you know? And they just, you know, I come in with my 12-foot skeleton pride flags, neon pink shed, and I make people uncomfortable. And they ask questions. They learn more. They figure out more. If you're going to stay in that little small town mindset and never learn anything, you're not growing. You're dying. You also just made me think of something. You're, you doing this, you making people feel uncomfortable. There's 20 million logical justifications that you can come up with why you shouldn't do that. You know, well, yeah. you don't know what their response is going to be when you make them uncomfortable. They might shoot you in the face, you know, oh, like you're, well, I'm just saying your brain, quickly. but I'm just saying your brain, <laughs> could go, your brain could go there. You know what I mean? If you let it go, if you let your mind yeah. and this People logic, are like there, that. Yeah. yeah, mm -hmm. it'll go there. Eventually it'll get to that point. Right. So that's when we bring in the fact that this is, this is something that takes courage. Like, you know, back to brave. that brave, brave. Yeah. I had a whole back moment with the word know. brave yesterday. We have to be brave. It was because of Tom Segura. I listened to Tom Segura, Two Bears, One Cave, and the Your Mom's House podcast. If you guys don't know who they those are, listen to them. They're so fucking funny. They're comedians. Um, and it's Tom Segura and Burt Kreischer. But Burt Kreischer was gone on this one, and Theo Vaughn was the guest. And he was talking to Theo Vaughn about how 
if you're like basically what, what we've been saying, if you're not growing, you're dying, you have to be uncomfortable. You need to be striving to be uncomfortable because that means that you are constantly learning. You're going to constantly be living, growing. Yeah. And the gift of understanding, you know, yeah. the more that we understand the more that this whole fear and separation and intolerance gets weeded out in the collective, you know, back to that whole, what you said, it starts with you and how it like reverberates yeah. out. Like even in this one, the Cidic level or the highest expression of this is like, it has to come from a, a collective place, you know, because you're, you're right. You are always going to have logical explanations to prove why it's scary, to prove why it's dangerous, to prove why you could die by from just from being yourself, yeah. you know, um, because they're, you know, like they said, even like, if you think about racism, that's what it is. I am just being myself. I have black skin and I have to be scared that I'm going to get shot because of that. And we know that the only way that that is going to change is if we keep being brave and we keep gaining understanding until we get to the point of this collective forgiveness. Okay. This is like, this is the shit where like countries and knowledge, but I think that that's what comes with yeah, yeah. and uncomfortability. You have to mm -hmm. figure out why am I uncomfortable? What does this mean? Like, yeah. So Sorry, now imagine if the governments that. did that, though. Imagine if the if at a government level they were saying, why am I so bothered by this? Why is this so uncomfortable? And then you get to this point of like countries forgiving each other's debts, coming together, more wow. unity. And that forgiveness feeling, it's not something that you can acquire all by yourself. It's something that will kind of drop down on you like this eternal peace of just like, oh, I can exist. I don't have to be scared to be me anymore. But we have to realize we can't ever get to that point until we face the shadow of this because the shadow of this is very- We big. fucked up. Yeah, we've, we've gotten ourselves to this point. So Way then just to, add, just to add at the end of this, we remember we said that this whole thing is making a square to Uranus. Well, on the human design of Uranus, this is the alchemy of simplicity is what they called it. Because at the shadow side, we're seeing how complex the world is and we're terrified by that, which goes right back to the other side, right? This intolerance. We're scared of complexity and difference. And then we we do this through language, okay? So like everybody agrees on what language means. And you know how sometimes you'll have thoughts or like you're trying to conceptualize something and you can't figure out how to communicate it. What does that lead to? That leads to misunderstandings and misunderstandings leads to intolerance. You get what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So like this also is cool because it talked about the right timing of, of communication. You know, the more that we try to, the more that we try to think through our lives instead of feel through our lives, the more that we're going to speak at the wrong time be in the wrong place at the wrong time, like you said, because we're not following our intuition. We're not following our body. We're not in touch with ourselves. So then we are just like, we're building more misunderstanding and building more of the shadow of intolerance in that. So I think that that's what this square is about or what this new moon is about. It's like, oh, it's big. It feels like I want to just be all light and fluffy because it's a new moon, but this is not a light and fluffy new moon. Mm -hmm. <laughs> It's a fire and brimstone. And just so, you know, to say that collectively, you know, you might see a lot of chaos out there in the world. You might see a lot of this misunderstanding, this intolerance, this fear being projected, you know, and how do you bravely stand like the newness of it is you setting the intention to bravely stand in your authenticity anyway.
as women, this is so hard. What, what, and like, let's face the shadow of that, you know? Um, have you ever noticed how whenever there's like a horrible thing in the collective, it always sways the complete other way before it gets better? You know what I mean? So like the trauma, suffering and oppression of women has swung the pendulum into a place where we are just straight fucking pissed, you know? Mm-hmm. Like there's no equilibrium is what I'm trying to say. It never swings from extreme to equal. It always it always swings from extreme to extreme and then hopefully back to equal. You know what I mean? And this is kind of even touching in on that Libra South Node thing that we have to sometimes swing the pendulum the other way is what I'm trying to say. Yeah, yeah. Um, but with the suffering and oppression of women, the, that has come from that shadow of intolerance, you know, seeing that our differences as women are intolerable, you You know, it's me and Nathan had a talk last night where we both realized at the same time that we don't like girly girl stuff. And then I realized within that, that, yeah. That's a, that was a trigger. You know what I'm saying? Because girly girl represents crybaby, really emotional, super dramatic, chaotic, gossiping, manipulative. You know what I'm saying? Wow. Yeah. Like, I don't have that. Okay. So back to my divine centers probably, but like, um, when I think of girly girl stuff, I think of like play, like fun like okay here's a here's a random thing i'm gonna bring up this this is something that has been in my head since my reception um so keith cho's friend that was the mc at our reception remember i he was so like okay what do i wear what should i do and i was like basically making me like spoon feed him what to like do and wear and whatever and i asked him the question i was like do you never dress up And he was like, why would I dress up? And I was like, I had to have a whole moment with myself. And maybe it's because I was a drama kid. Chose not though. And it might be because we're Taurus Risings and we're a little bougie. I don't know. But like, we dress up all the time. All the time. We'll be like, okay. It's a pajama party. I got my favorite onesie. Okay. It's a, it's a Gothic party. We got this. Okay. Let's go to like, I, I, yeah. And well, then I had that whole of that taking up space though. That's what it feels like. It like, like think about how people are also triggered by, by, by like the flamboyancy of gays. That's considered girly girl. You know, yeah. they're taking up space. They're taking up too much. Oh. space. Oh, do you, did you just register that, that that is what that is? Yeah, no, that's, I, that's what I registered last night when I the thought girly about girly girlness is the taking up space of the feminine energy. Yes. And how, because it's not negative. It, no, that's not, I've never meant that it was okay. negative. I'm saying it, it was a misconception. It was a misunderstanding. Yeah. It was okay. my own fear. It was my yeah. own intolerance, right. To the other side of my, this, the part of me that I had repressed. That's the healing journey of it all is that like you, you, but you can't get to those kinds of conclusions or epiphanies. Like I had, if you don't ask yourself, why am I triggered by that? Yep. You got to do that guys. Figure your fucking selves out because it's fucking annoying if you don't. But I really love how you said you think of play. Like, yeah, 
that just warms my heart because it brings you back to how Leo season, Leo energy, it's, it's, it is about the inner child and it's about probably that suppression comes when you can't be a kid and just play. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. I had a conversation with my grandma. I don't remember why we were talking about this, but, um, I don't remember why we were talking about this, but <clears throat> in her, in the house that she lived in for most of my childhood, um, it was in Fremont and it, in the basement, one of the drawers had like just a ton of her leftover makeup. And then in that closet was like her fancy dresses, you know? So me, my sister, my cousins, we would always go down there and fuck our faces up and dress up. And she also had one of those, like, this is, I have to show you because it's, it's one of those, um, workout things. Uh, hang on. I don't know what it's called. Cause we just called it the fat shaker. <laughs> it's a fat jiggling machine. Do you know what I'm talking about? No. Wait, like, is it the coming from that? Okay, yeah, coming from that concept that if you jiggle your fat, like how when you go to like Planet Fitness, you can stand on that like plate thing and it will like jiggle you and then it's like supposedly burns fat cells or something. Like I have that. no idea, but this is what she had in her basement in that same room. Man, so we would get true. we would get all dressed up. And in our dresses, we were like we were just like fun. It was so fun, and we'd just be like crazy and have all like <clears throat> that was that was when I got to be like a girl, you know, when I was at my grandma's house. Aww. Whoa! I just had that whole realization. I never could do that at my parents' house. That's why you have that really deep bond and connection with your grandma. She gave yeah. you a very positive outlook on feminine energy. Yeah, and creative. Like we used to make. Oh my god. Oh, so many painting and creating. Like I have pillows from when I was a child that we did like so much stuff. So yeah, very feminine. You know, <sighs> and I love how we got to this place of femininity because again, I think of that with Lilith. It is that, yeah, it is that blown. dark, dark feminine, you know, mm -hmm. that repressed feminine. Ooh, yes. So exactly. that's why all this is coming out of like, this goes, I mean, this is the witch wound. This is the women wound that we and carry around every day. You and I have been preparing for this. We yeah. didn't know why we were, yeah. but we, I just got chills when I said that. We didn't know why, but we followed our soul. You know, we didn't try to logically explain our way through, through this. We just felt through it, learned what was brought to us in the moment. And that brought us here to these realizations. Yeah to hold the, the Awaken the Witch Festival, to let women be able to be in a space and feel comfortable to create and explore and learn and cry hey, and girly. feel and whatever, dress up, whatever. <sighs> yeah, I know. I've been trying to think of what I'm going to wear to that. So like, I know that this is very early, but I need to look epic epic I have no idea what that looks like right now but I'll find it okay that was a long tangent
where are we at now? Okay, so let's go to Thursday, August 17th. Um, so after the new moon, we are now in a Virgo moon. So we're, we're ha we have the moon and waxing now building, you know, after this new moon phase and Virgo, when it comes after Leo is really like. Time to clean up the mess after the party. It's the refinement of that self too. What does refinement know? mean? Like, think about it this way. If, if cancer is the cardinal, I've feel kind of thing and then and then leo is the fixed i will then virgo is the mutable refinement of that is what you, know, what refinement. you alexa what is the definition of refinement so how do i define refinement is usually defined as fineness or elegance of feeling taste manners language etc for more ask me to give you more definitions for refinement okay so it's like the fanciness of your Leo self of uh, like your, yeah. Wow. Okay. So it's like the Leo gets to kind of like go crazy, be a little insane. And that's why I always think like Virgo comes in and cleans up the party. But in reality, it's my, I just, oh, hang on. Okay what day was that i went shopping or no it was for emory's birthday we went to um the chinese restaurant last week at some point and my mom came with us and she got in the front car or she was getting in to get into the front seat and i used that as my trash can <laughs> and she before she got in she just picked all of this stuff up and i'm like mom you can your feet can go there was only like four bottles it was not that bad i've had way worse you know and she was like no you're not supposed to do this it's that feeling mm -hmm. it's like, but it's you're you doing can't... that to yourself yeah it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. oh that's what Ooh, think about that the positive side of virgo energy is you doing those critiques and refinements from a place of awareness, from a place of authenticity, rather than skipping that whole Leo step, jumping right into the Virgo, Whoa. then you're just critical for no fucking reason. Yeah. It's like a way to be able to talk to yourself, to be like, we do not allow this anymore. We do not do this anymore. You messed up with that last time. We are moving forward and we are fancy and we. Or too, like, uh, I like how you said that too, because Virgo is also a very healing sign. So it's also like, oh, I, I presented myself in this way. That was because I was unhealed. So I'm going to heal that. I'm going to refine that into this healed part of me, you know? Mm -hmm. Love it. Scared <gasps> okay, for it. So Mars is um, still making a trying to Uranus. Mars and Virgo, Uranus and Taurus. Um, so that's that, like, you know, that earth that earth trine um but mars is in a gate of like conf oh damn this all just keeps relating back to this mars is in gate six which is about conflict that comes from that lack of self-awareness and regular and um emotional regulation you know so yeah virgo going in there to go hey remember who you are yeah hey this is just an emotion. Let's figure out. I just keep seeing like on. a broom, like sweep, sweep. We don't need that doubt. Sweep, sweep. We don't need that fucking whatever. Like getting all that bullshit out of there. Yep. 
And then again, Uranus is still in that energy of like splitting apart and complexity to gain more clarity. You know, it's like, I, I love that too with this. Cause it's like, well, this is, this is it's like, I think of organizing again, this goes in this drawer, this goes with that. Yeah. And like the splitting apart actually makes things more clear. You know, when you're standing yep. from above with that, you're like, ah, oh. And you know, what's weird is I actually had that thought when we did a meditation before this, where I thought about how like gravity is so comforting because it's something I can always rely on. Like from the moment that I literally had this thought, I'm like, from the moment that we're babies coming into this world and we learn how to walk, we start to figure out how to dance with gravity. And it becomes so comfortable that we don't even think about it anymore. We just like know exactly how to move our body. Like we know what gravity is without even thinking about it. Like we, we know that when we lift our arm, it's gonna go right there. You know what I mean? We don't have to really think about it. We know how to like move through gravity. And I thought about that, how that comes from like that pull to the earth and how like grounding that is, you know? Yeah. That's a good, <laughs> no, like I love that because it's a good way to look at it. I've never thought of it in just that aspect of gravity itself because I do so many like grounding, like I'm very big in grounding meditations, grounding activity, all kinds of stuff like that, you know, but fucking never thought about gravity before. Well, it's like, it was weird too. Cause I was thinking of it as like, <coughs> like I was thinking of it as like my crown chakra. And like, I've always heard that voice in my head that says like the crown chakra is healthier when your root chakra is healthier, you know, because that's how you, cause you can pull these things in, but if they just sit in your body, what good is that? They don't materialize until you shoot it through the earth till you shoot it through the root you know um so I was like thinking of that and then I was like oh so like all of this confusion that comes from our head the insights that we get the things that people say to us like all of that unpredictableness is like you can kind of channel that in through the root by just saying like I know what gravity is <laughs> I don't know why <laughs> You just lost it. <laughs> like, I, I, as I said that out loud, I'm like, that does that even make any freaking sense? It's like, no, it's it's the it, I think it's honestly going back to the word faith because we can have faith that like because we did a meditation this morning, like before this was about a mountain, like pretty much imagining ourselves as a mountain. And <clears throat> we can have faith in the earth that it's there. We can, we can plant our feet on the earth and we are going to step on something. We have that faith that that will be there. And that's the same thing with gravity. We have the faith that this is going to fall, you know, like it, we know that that's going to be a thing. So to be able to trust and rely and utilize that in a grounding way is a new thing that I've never thought about until today. And I also wrote down here with this day too about how like we could be also facing the shadows of the South Node when we're when we're thinking of that in like a purging type of way, um, which I was like, you know, people pleasing, vanity, fakeness, gossip, manipulative, argumentative, like I kind of wrote down these qualities that popped into my head. And I'm like, I think I'm just now realizing that that feels so ungrounded. You know what I yeah. mean? That's why we're always trying to bring peace through this, you know? 
Like we're scared of all these things. So we try to, we, we revert to people pleasing. We revert to staying small. We revert to shutting up, you know, whatever it might be when like the whole lesson within this is you're fucking planted in gravity on this earth for a goddamn reason. Like you said, the faith in that. So like, if you trust in someone and they fuck you over, you still have gravity. Okay. I know where you're going with this, but let me make it sound yeah. better. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> you still have gravity. I'm you're still going to fall on your face. Oh, my person. Ring, fuck it. <laughs> um, okay. <clears throat> what I just saw. It was weird because I have like, yeah, I show you. Oh, I have the Alexa show in front of me, and there was a picture when you were saying that of the ocean. So what my brain just did when you were saying that is okay. Somebody is <clears throat> somebody's bullying you, which is really weird because that's what started my whole fucking therapy session today. Because I had a dream last night about my bullies, my high school bully, and then. Ugh the one not that long ago i can't i don't want to say her name but anyways um okay i'm gonna okay i'm just gonna say i'm outside and i'm talking to this fucking shed guy this is the scenario that i'm going with and let's say he's like talking down to me bullying me whatever that kind of a feel i have the faith and knowledge that my feet are firmly planted on this earth and as we know, as humans, as aware women, human, whatever, we are connected to everything. I have the fucking ocean inside of me and I can take out this motherfucker if I need to. Well, damn. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, that's what we have faith in. We can connect to the earth. We can connect to gravity. We can connect to the ocean. We know that we have that inside of us and it's all connected. We have that awareness. So even if somebody is bullying me, it's not going to fucking, it's going to be like a goddamn pebble on a mountain. I don't goddamn care about your stupid pebble, goddamn stupid shed guy. You're a stupid pebble. You are. Oh. You're, you're a pebble in my life, and I'm a fucking mountain. You also, when you brought up the ocean part of it and the connectedness part of it, you also made me realize the word pull when it comes to gravity. We are always being pulled by unseen forces. You know, like that alone should give you faith. That alone should make you feel grounded within the confusion and chaos. You know? I don't. I don't know. Okay, when you're saying unseen forces, what do you like? What you don't do you mean? See gravity. You okay. know, this is we have we just entrust. Are you in talking about like intuition or just yeah. like? Yeah. Yes. Like intuition okay. in, in so this, this of, like, is our femininity. Like gravity, but thinking of it like gravity. Yeah. You know, yeah. like I guess like yeah. I'm kind of creating a Metaphoring. bridge there. Yeah. Yeah. Um. That just fell out of my head. Now I think we're done with this conversation. <laughs> <laughs> I love how you do that though. I don't know why it happens. It's weird. 
It's like, okay. I think it's like also just real quick. It's like in trusting in the brain when like when things fall out, I get kind of panicky in that you totally trust it and go, okay. You know what I yep. mean? Okay. I just love that. Oh, okay. Okay. So Friday, August 18th. So moon is still in Virgo and it's going to start to conjunct Mercury. And at the same time, the sun is going to start making a trine and sextile to the nodes. So it's going to try the north node in Aries and it's going to sextile the south node in um, Libra. So we're getting some emotional connection to our thinking and speaking. Good. Okay. I think Friday is going to be very... I think Friday is going to be very... Fog clearing. <coughs> Clarity. Clarity. Yeah. Because we're going to start to kind of like realize realistic. That goes back to that Virgo refinement, realizing realistic limits and boundaries. Okay. So like we, we have fully set the intention of this taking up space. And then maybe by the time we get to Friday, we, we really clearly define where that space ends. You know, like okay. where, like yeah. how far mm -hmm. we can expand, how far we can go here. Um, and then while the mm. sun is making these trines and sextiles, it's like, there's the courage, you know, we're shining light on that courage and we're fully letting go of any people pleasing, any of those shadow mm. aspects Libra that I just talked about. Oh, that feels so like, much better. I know, I know. I love how when we do this too, we, we feel the- Yeah, we're in the energy. As we're going yeah. through it, yeah. Um, oh, thank God. Huh, yeah. Okay. So then I think too, as, as we move through the day, then later the moon is going to conjunct Mars. And when it conjuncts Mars, it's going to be a part of this trying to Uranus that we already talked about. So we're going to really be feeling the motivation and power at that point to, um, to it's take these, to take these complexities and ground it in, you know? To, mm -hmm. to take this new us, this new expanded, we know the, we know the limits, we know the boundaries, and we're going to fully ground that in. And that yacht is still happening too, between the sun, and the south node pointing at Neptune. So again, we're having this spiritual clarity as well. And where Neptune is right now in human design too, is literally called darkening of the light. <laughs> wow. Like, I think that I, wow, just looking at that, the aspect of like, cause I always think of Neptune as a lot of addiction stuff because that's a lot of my mind say and putting light on my addiction. Mm. That's just what my mind did. And or it could where, be for anything, your delusion, also, your numbness, your whatever. I was thinking of it that way too, where I'm like, where am I, where am I darkening my light? You know? Mm. And it's also like known as the gate of crisis because of that. It's how, how does crisis, how does our reaction to crisis cause us to darken our light? Mm. Damn. I don't know. Yeah. So like by that the time, that, yeah, but like if you think about Neptune in a very collective way and also the fact that it's retrograde, right? So when we see crisis out there, how does that 
cause us to darken our light. That is so actually fucking true. Like, I think of that even when we watch the news, when oh we watch God, the news, yeah. how do we fucking, are we, are we maintaining that high vibe energy? Hell fucking no, we're not. No, I dissociate, turn it off, pretend it's not happening. Or like, I also think it's like hopelessness, um, yeah, nihilism, yeah. just anger at other people. Um, that intolerance even, you know, oh, yeah. like, oh, fuck, man, I just you just made me think of it. And I know this is so hard for other people to do. So I don't care if I just get I realize my taking up space. I don't care if I don't fucking make sense anymore. Whatever. Like, it's yeah. so much. Ugh. Okay, so like, I think of it as like, we like we can sit here and safely say that racism is bad for white people to have intolerance towards black people is horrible. It's an atrocity. It has caused so much pain and suffering, right? Yep. How often am I intolerant though, to old white rich men? How often am I intolerant to um, people that are spoiled, the people that don't have to struggle? Um, people that get- Are you, pause. You were saying, how often am I intolerant to old white with Richmond? I do not tolerate that. Is that what you're kind of saying? Like, that's okay. So as a collective, the majority of us do not fucking tolerate these motherfuckers. Hmm. So okay. maybe what I'm saying, what I'm saying is what if our intolerance is actually just making more problems? Like, I don't know. You, you get what I'm saying? Because no, I'm not because that, I'm never going to tolerate them. I'm not saying that we should. I'm not saying that we should like, you know, love them and go bring them a fucking fruit basket and tell them that we forgive them for everything that we've done. But yeah. I'm saying when we are, when we come from a place of intolerance and we're, we're not coming from a place of understanding and we can't defeat them if we don't understand them. Oh, Oh, shadow, man. I hate it. Me too. I really do. Because I don't want to see, I don't want to understand them. Yeah. That's what just came up in my head. Like, I don't fucking care. I don't want to understand them. But then you this, go back to back like, they were raised. Like, I don't know if I said this to you yesterday. I said this to somebody. Like, look at my parents. My parents didn't have the internet. My parents didn't have, like, they had the fucking encyclopedias. All they had was TV, maybe, to, like, learn from, you know. Um, the generation before that barely had TVs. They probably didn't even have very many. I, they probably had encyclopedias or something, you know. But school, like, you had to learn, like, word of mouth a lot more, stuff like that. Whereas where we come from now is we have access to to absolutely anything so to take into consideration that these people were raised definitely not like us definitely not with the knowledge that we have definitely not with i want to say knowledge and conviction because that comes with knowledge like learning about slavery learning about stuff like that you are oh, going i just thought of it's what? community we, if you're, if you're lower on the totem pole financially, you really have to rely on your community. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Those people at the top, they're so you're fucking right. isolated. They're 1% of the population. They're out of touch. Yeah. 
So they need to understand us. Yes. But we also going into the point of understanding with them of they probably came. Well, I don't know. Some of them came from lack. Some of them came from terrible, like racist, war ridden families and poverty. <clears throat> the Great the Depression, all wealth. of it. Remember how we talked about wealth being made? Yeah. yeah. So I think what you said, wow. too, we can't, we can't get them to understand us if we don't understand them. Mm -hmm. Then we'll just never have the right, we'll never have the right words. And then we'll never have understanding, which goes back to where Uranus is with the words. Like, we all agree on what words mean. And if we don't have that agreement, then words don't mean shit. Okay. We're going to table this one. Will you write that down? We write something down along the lines of we need to understand the 1%, something like that. I don't know what I'm trying to say, but I feel like this is going to come up later and we need to, like, this is a, this is too big for me right now. <laughs> it is really big. And I will, last thing I will say, we will move on is that also when it, it comes to this like splitting apart or this um the differences or whatever think about like remember how i've always described taurus is to make form what that is is us going the differences of form so i think that another thing we might see with all these transits is that form breaking apart you know what i mean to show us more understanding you know, well, like maybe even think of that with money. Like if money is this form that we have, for we have formed the idea of money. If it breaks apart, then we're going to understand what it really means better. Yeah. Okay. Next. Whew. Okay. Saturday. I almost said Saturn day. I know. That's weird. Um, <laughs> I mean, Saturday is is Saturn's Saturday. day. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, whoa. Because because maybe that's to point out again with that collective. Like we have literally named our days of the weeks after paganism, after astrology. Yeah, we could go on down that road. We're done. I'm okay. moving on to Saturday. Okay. <laughs> Saturday. So now the moon is in Libra. Um, the sun is still making a trine and sextile to the nodes. And the yacht is still going on. And when the moon is in Libra, it's going to have us like, it's going to have us looking for the right places in the right times and being determined. And um, I think that it's going to show us like our diplomatic skills, you know, like how we can kind of move through, move through the day, right? How do we okay. move through the day? Um, and then it's going to have us like working on. I want to say like that diplomaticness of the Libra moon before and think about it. It's not even touched the South node yet. So, okay. yeah, we kind of have that energy, but not as strongly yet. So I think okay. it's like we're also working on like how can we come up with maybe compromises or resolutions to oh. things that aren't fucking working, you know, yeah. fairness, like as, how to, yeah. It's like, as we're testing the limits and the boundaries and we're, we're getting through our day or whatever, we might sometimes have to have a, um, 
a resolution oriented conversation with someone or doing that within ourselves or whatever, you know, it's like compromise. And I think that that is all that I want to say about Saturday because we've said so much about these same aspects on, um, and I always feel bad about this, by the way, you guys. So like, if you're like, oh yeah, we're quickly skipping past Saturday and you want to know and try and sex, you know, if you want to know what the sun trying sex tile, the nodes means go back to Friday. Yeah. We're talking about all of them. It's just, they stick around for a while. Yep. Exactly. Um, okay. So last day, Sunday, August 20th. So now the, now Venus is going to start squaring Jupiter, Venus retrograde Leo square Jupiter in Taurus. Guys, this is that same Leo Taurus stuff that we're feeling from the new moon, but now it's Venus and Jupiter instead of the sun and Uranus. You know what I mean? So now it's, inward values versus how we manifest that versus how that actually expands. That's back to that taking up space and expansion of Jupiter. How do we take up form space, material space, grounding it in, rooting it in, taking up physical space? How much physical space do we feel that we deserve? How valuable do we feel in our physical space? What is uh, Jupiter in? Jupiter is in Taurus. Oh my God. Is it retrograde? No, no. Why am I not getting more more luck? (laughs) Huh. So this is because it's going all of this. Yeah. What? I think think it's your, also your Taurus is your rising. So this is like luck of how you present yourself. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. So being authentic will bring out, being authentic in my business, being authentic in my relationships, being, uh, will bring better future. Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay. Better results, better material results for you. More safety and security, basically. More feeling more safe and secure in your outward expression. Mm, God, yeah, that is, yes. Cool. Okay. <clears throat> is that it? Are we done? Yeah, I guess, too, they also think about, like, the value of being receptive, you know? We can't create a better future for ourselves if we don't feel like we're worth it, if we don't feel like we're worth receiving it. Do do we collectively, as humanity, feel like we are worth a better future, a better tomorrow? Because I notice that a lot, too, when we think of the world ending. Mm. It always comes from, like, well, humans are fucking scum of the earth anyway. We're all a bunch of fucking cockroaches. The earth would be better off without us. Well, then you know what? That's what you're manifesting. Yeah. Oof. Okay. Okay, tarot. Yeah? All right. Somehow I picked out two tarot cards. I don't know what happened, but we're going to figure it out. So we have the three of inspiration and the four of materials. So... Inspiration is probably wands. I don't know. <clears throat> this is the muse deck. Does it say that in here what the things are? Let me go to that. 
So we have the four of material. <clears throat> oh, this is the four of pentacles. So it's mm -hmm. the miser card. Okay. So she looks out at the camel below. It's saving its water and she smiles for, for she understands the beautiful beast and its desire to conserve for the future. Safety, backup, the secret stash of I'm okay. A petal falls off of her rosebud purse that she carefully has been holding close. And then the realization that money comes and goes sets in and she panics momentarily. But I have saved more than I've spent, she reminds herself. I am safe. And the muse of the four of materials sends her a small pulse of comfort in the heavens. You have the whole universe inside of you and you can build and make more at any time. It is never too late. I love that. The muse reminds you that you too are always safe and that while material extras are always nice to have, build and watch, they are not always necessary for your joy. Hmm. This is so fucking perfect for everything we've said. Yeah. And then the next one is the three of inspirations. <clears throat> okay. She has lofty goals and a giant dreams. And sometimes when she dreams this big, it can take some shifting to get things to line up. The space between the first steps taken and seeing the dreams realized can feel frustratingly vast. And the three of inspiration knows that the most trust that that she must trust that things are happening in the background, even when she cannot see them. She has been at this doorway before manifesting and waiting, and she has learned that staying true to her vision is the key. She reminds you to continue to do the work while actively seeking the signs that your radiant future is on the way. Enjoy this natural interval, being careful to not get derailed by doubt, even if you are experiencing delays. Watch for the warm winds to move your pieces into formation and know that it is totally okay to have to wait for dreams to arrive after you've taken the initial steps to make them happen. Have faith. The arrival is imminent. You need that. I feel like I constantly am like, it's okay. We don't have to do it all today. Yeah. Like, mm. oh, I love that. Okay. And then we have the embrace card. And this is the fuzzy prism. Fuzzy prism. Welcome love, welcome challenges, welcome all that comes to you today. Exude love, be the light, embrace others, accept others. All of this will bring you freedom and healing. Embrace reality for it is exactly what it's supposed to be at this moment. Holy fucking shit. That's like no words. And that just summed up everything we just talked about. I know, I know. I feel like all of these tarot cards are honestly, it's like, hey, things are unpredictable. You know, hey, at least gravity is real. Yeah. <laughs> at least we still have gravity. Yeah. All right. Then the next one is time to fly. And this is the Oracle of E. Uh, it says it may seem like a gamble, but here's a little intel from the universe. 
that leap into the unknown you've been waffling over, not only is the safety net already in place, but there is a posse of angels waiting with champagne and chocolate and Egyptian cotton sheets. You ready? Mm. So in our lives, all of us are starting something new. That's basically what this is. I mean, this is a new moon. This is that energy. We are bringing in new. We are starting something new. Something new is happening. It's going to cause a lot of fucking uncomfortableness. It's going to cause us to be scarce with our money, weird with our money, whatever. But everything is the, we have to have that faith, that embrace. So I'm going to read this again. This is, this is the key. Welcome love. Welcome challenges. Welcome all that comes to you today. Exude love. Be the light. Embrace others. Accept others. All of this will bring you freedom and healing, embracing reality for it is what it is supposed to be at this moment. That's also that high level of understanding that we talked about, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And being aware of like, okay, I'm going through a challenge, but I'm embracing it. It's okay. It's fine. You know, instead of just reacting. And then I pulled one of those cards. What is it? The little box of motivational shit wake up kick ass repeat uh-huh. yeah we got this guys we're at the end of leo season soon thank god so <clears throat> there's so much stuff to talk about um we have our special still running for our sacred seance which is the medium party um, if you would like to get a group of girls together, group of people together, um, it's a really good bonding time. We'll connect to your past away loved ones. We'll just connect to you with astrology or human design or your psychic energy to kind of help you if you have questions about a job or relationships, whatever. It's so much fun. Um, and then we also are doing our sacred soul coaching. Um, and all of that is our, it's, it's our coaching program a combined coaching program yeah. both of our uniqueness put together to make the most for you yeah and it's fucking amazing i guys i can't and you're gonna see this coming up soon i can't go back to the way i was doing stuff before i have to utilize erica <laughs> yeah i can't because i'm not fully healing people and I noticed that with Erica's knowledge and human design, and this is better, we are doing a better job together. So that's where, that's why we've combined. Um, we also do have our own separate stuff too. If you would like to check all of that out, all of it's in the links below, make sure you're checking out the awaken the witch festival. That's coming up the new moon thing this weekend for you. Talk about it. I'm done talking. Okay, nope because then we're going to be confused about time again because the, that'll already be over by the time this podcast airs well just the new the new okay yeah the new mind. moon things yeah okay so um so uh yeah also we are working on i'm just gonna throw it out there we're working on a special as well for returning clients so any of my clients who have seen me before or Claire's clients who have seen her before if you guys are interested in learning about this deal of getting us both together in a coaching session like message one of us you know and we'll talk we're about running it. a special and for returning clients so it's normally 
it would be like $500 or something or whatever to start our, our, we have it all down pat, like you can look at it all, all of the breakdown of it, but because you're a returning client, we already know your energy. We're giving you um, a special to start up our sacred soul coaching. And we are fucking excited about it. And I think we're excited to see people we haven't seen in a while too. Yes, like, I, I miss I you. Oh my God. Yes. I have so many people I've missed so much. So yeah. yeah, if you're watching this and that's something you're interested in, definitely let us know, hit us up. We will um, give you all the details. And also if you're watching this and you think it's valuable to you in your life, please consider sharing, liking, subscribing, leaving us a comment, throwing us some feedback, send us an email, whatever you want to do. We really appreciate you guys taking the time to listen and taking the time to help us grow this podcast and this channel. We really fucking love doing it. Like I loved this podcast so much. I love doing this. Like it feels like it's just the right thing to do. It feels feels like that gravity. It feels like I'm being pulled in the right direction. So thank you guys so much for helping us realize our own dreams and goals. And we love you. Thank you. Thank you. We'll see you next time. Goodbye.